Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Relentless Pursuit podcast. And you're not going to be wanting to miss this one. This is a wonderful opportunity to hear about God's relentless pursuit of Molly Milano. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my guest. She recently wrote a book. It's published. It's on Amazon, and it's called God's Girl, A Memoir of Surrender in Suffering. Molly had a stroke when she was 20 years old, caused by a heart tumor that broke off and caused the stroke, completely paralyzing her, including her ability to talk, walk, and move. And this happened on the night that she was married. God showed up and worked in miraculous ways and has healed her slowly. And he's taught her time and time again to let go, to trust him and surrender everything to surrender everything. Today, Molly is um, going to be attending, well, not today, but very soon, right? Liberty University, majoring in religion and Christian counseling. This is an incredible story, an incredibly inspiring story, and it is Molly's hope to help other people go through hard times with the comfort of knowing Jesus is with them, and he is with us in our suffering. So welcome, Molly, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We cannot wait to hear from you and just hear your heart and and hear how God has relentlessly pursued you. And I want to start by asking you about the title of your book, God's Girl, Surrender and Suffering. Can you tell us how how that came about? That title is so rich and so telling, but tell us that story. Well, God's Girl um, became a favorite title of mine um, when I was a kid. I must have been seventh or eighth grade. I, I wrote a poem um, about God's Girl and, and how I am God's Girl and mm-hmm. um, everything about my life. Um, and um, I, I sign. Um, every journal entry, God's Girl, and I sign um, my uh, messages on email, God's Girl, and my messages on uh, Facebook and um, everything. God's wow, Girl. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to write your book, which it's interesting to me that that was the name that really got impressed on your heart long before you would walk this journey of suffering. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us about when you, when you decided to, well, tell us about your story. Let's hear about your story and this, the, this road that you've traveled. Yeah. Um, well, I, uh, I started off, um, uh, telling about uh, my honeymoon night um, uh, and how I had the stroke and um, it completely paralyzed me, including my ability to talk, walk and move. And um, I, I remember thinking clearly, but not able to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I was um, um, all the way there, uh, but physically, I was not able to communicate um, with my um, just married husband <laughs> and wow. the doctors and the nurses and everyone trying to, to figure out what happened. 
Um, and um, I, I remember um, just praying and, um, and thanking Jesus um, that, that he rescued me and that he um, redeemed me um, when I was a little kid. Um, and that he was um, present with me then. Um, I, I remember um, um, praying for the other people who had strokes and who um, had um, heart tumors and um, just all, all the other people who couldn't speak back. Wow. Um, and um, I, 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 I prayed that that Jesus would rescue them um, just mm. like he had rescued me. Wow. Can I ask you a question? Was that t- like you couldn't speak, but you could he- feel and uh, aware and think and everything. Was that, were you ever like terrified? Was that like, what was that? I can't imagine that. Uh, I, I wasn't terrified per okay. se. Um I, I was frustrated for okay. sure. <laughs> I was definitely frustrated. Um, I remember my, my sister, um, um, I wanted to tell what time it was. Um, and I kept pointing at the clock, um, but um, she didn't know what I was saying. And um, um, finally she realized that um, I wanted to know what time it was and she handed me the clock. Just little things like that. Um, wow. Yeah. I, um, I um, couldn't um, read anything um, mm. because my glasses were off of me when I uh, had the stroke. And um, so I, I could, see um but i i couldn't read or or communicate um wow so here you are it's your honeymoon night and you have a stroke and you're so so i can't even imagine all of us can't imagine what this process was like from that night until you know like what was the process of healing and how long did that take for you to get use of you know, your, your, well, your voice back in your hand. And I mean, how did, what was that like? How, how long did that take? In April, I got married and had the stroke in May that did open heart surgery to remove the tumor um, that had broken off and caused the stroke. Um, And in June, I got pregnant with my son. So I was having to learn how to walk, learn how to talk, learn how to move, while growing a baby inside of me. Um, oh, my word. Yeah. And it was a very long time. It took um, a, a long, long time um, for me to say A, B, C, D, um, as well as to, to move my hand and um, my foot as well. Wow. Unbelievable. So then you have your son. Yes. And tell me how, what was that like? Like how far had you progressed by the time you gave birth? Um, I, I progressed significantly. Um, I was uh, 20 when I had the stroke. Um, and it's fascinating because um, when you turn 21, um, your mental um, abilities um, kind of 
kind of fire, kind of fire up in a certain way or um, come together? No, no, no. They, they, um, they, they stopped growing. So oh. I was still learning how um, to uh, move my hand and talk and, and speak um, um, while I was 20. And until I turned 21, uh, seven months later, um, that's when it, it became harder um, to, to learn how. Yeah. Um, and um, so um, I, I was thankfully able to um, relearn how to talk and relearn how to walk and relearn how to um, move my hand um, before um, I was 21. Um, wow. And um, I, I gave birth to my son, uh, Alex, um, uh, about uh, almost a year after uh, I had the stroke. Oh. Incredible. So what was that like? Then you all of a sudden you're a mom and you just come through this. Well, you're, were you still in shock or did you experience shock? I mean, I mean, having a stroke, I don't know what that's like, you know, uh, like if you have a tragedy, right. You, you know, your first response, a major tragedy, you're in shock pretty much for like a year. Is that the same way with a stroke or did you feel like, you were just, I, I don't know. What, what was that like? Uh, it's funny because um, I, when I had the stroke and I had the open heart surgery, I didn't think anything of it. Um, mm. um, I, I didn't even imagine that it was very rare. Um, but as soon as I got pregnant um, with um, my son, Alex, um, I, uh, got frustrated with Jesus, um, mm. because, um, I had had the stroke, I had open heart surgery and, um, and now I'm going to be a mom. <laughs> and like, it was, it was so much, um, so change much. in my life, um, from being a college student to being married and having the stroke and having heart surgery and, having my son, um, um, I, I got very frustrated with, with um, God. Yes. Um, and, and so tell us, tell us that that might have something to do too with your, with the surrender and suffering part of your title, because yeah. here you were just frustrated and you're like, God, I mean, I would imagine, where are you? What, what happened here? Help. Like unbelievable, right? I mean, tell tell us about that. Uh, yeah, um, the the title "Surrender in Suffering." Um, I had to let go and trust God um, every single day, um, mm -hmm. in in my story, and, and surrender and, and let go of um, all my plans, <laughs> um, and um, trust that. God has plans that are better for me um, mm. than I think. Um, mm. And um, I was, um, yeah, just uh, meditating on uh, a passage in um, Isaiah 55, just about God's plans um, and God's ways um, mm. are, are better than our ways and our plans and our thoughts. Um, 
and his thoughts are better than our thoughts. Wow. You, and here it's so incredible. Like you were forced really into, you had two options really, right? I mean, you either go that route of like taking that word of God and saying, okay, I'm going to trust your ways are different and better than mine. I'm going to lay down my plans. Or the other option was be to completely feel abandoned, rejected, and just say, uh, and have bitterness and say, I, I don't trust you, God. So, I mean, really, right? I mean, there there was no, there was two ways. You, you hit a, like a radical place, a dead end there, where it's like, bam, you have to choose. And you chose Jesus. Yes. Yes, I did. But more importantly, he chose me. Amen. See, that's that relentless pursuit. He, yep. he mm -hmm. chose you. Oh, yeah. can you talk more on that? That's amazing. Um, the, the whole purpose behind God's girl is the fact that I'm God's, um, that I belong to him, mm. um, that um, I, I'm, I may um, be weak. Um, and I may, um, be frustrated and, um, in my, my, um, story, I, um, I shared a lot of journal entries, um, of, um, my heart, um, and, um, my, my journey of, um, letting go and surrendering to Jesus. And, um, that, that is very, um, I'm vulnerable, <laughs> um, yes. being, being gods and, um, mm. and surrendering and, and, and trusting that he knows what's best. Wow. What a beautiful example of just, yeah, a yielded heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so can you tell us then a little bit about that journey, you know, of being here you are, you're frustrated with the Lord, but you turn to him and then you begin to surrender and you're a mom and you're a wife. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looked like in your home and, and in your relationships? Um, yeah. Um, it, um, I had to daily, um, trust God. Um, my, um, husband at the time was a youth pastor, um, at, uh, my, uh, home church. And, um, we, um, were serving God there. And, um, um it, it, it took a lot of effort, um, for me to trust God. Um, and take care of my son um, and um, having to let go of all of my expectations and longings and wants and desires and trusting that um, God, God knows what's best for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can you share a little bit about your, your marriage at that time. 
Um, it was hard. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, um, my story um, takes about 13 years um, from when I had the stroke um, to um, when I published the book. Um, and my marriage was really difficult, um, mm -hmm. to say the least. Um, it, it was hard um, to uh, let go of uh, what I wanted and Yeah. Wow. Well, we just can't even imagine what, what that journey was like for you. And um, so I want to, I want to ask you a question that what you would say, what, what would you say to those who are in the dark Valley right now, who might be in the dark hour of their soul? What would you say to them? I would say that I understand and I, um, I've been there. I have um, suffered greatly, um, and the Lord has reminded me through Second uh, Corinthians chapter one, verses uh, three through seven, um, that the Lord um, is a merciful God and a God of comfort. Um, and he comforts me so that I can comfort you in mm. your sufferings and your um, journeys of um, suffering. Mm. And, and, and another thing that, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, is like to, to kind of share it, you know, you and I, we both know what it's like. To, to suffer. Right. And my, my question to you and what I mean by where, where God finds us and how he ministers to us in the suffering, we know that that deep call it to deep. Okay. I mean, I haven't suffered like you. I never have had a stroke, uh, gone through what you've gone through. Nobody's journey is the same. We're all different, but we all have experienced or will experience suffering at one time. And I, I have a question have have you as you talk about suffering and that's the part of the title of your book do you believe that topic is embraced you know easily by believers or resisted like no we know nobody wants to suffer but knowing what we know about the depths of how he meets us there in that suffering um i guess i'm not such a naysayer on it Honestly, I, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I, I just the richness, the richness in the relationship with Jesus that comes in those the deep place of suffering is like none other. Right. We don't we don't want this. We never would want it for anybody else. But we we recognize the richness of his presence in the suffering place. Right. But have you have you come across like pe what is people's reaction to that topic of suffering? Um, believers, especially what, what is, what do you find? I have a lot of reactions. Um, sometimes people respond really well to, um, suffering. Um, but sometimes they respond kind of awkwardly and, 
um, more like, uh, well, uh, that's nice. Um, let's change the subject. <laughs> and uh, um, they um, don't know how to perceive it and, and receive um, what I've been through. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what do you say about what you've been through as far as the that deep place? Like, what do you say? What, what have you come out with? What are you coming out with? Um, it, it's funny because um, I, um, when I first had the stroke, um, almost uh, 14 years ago, um, I always wanted to tell everyone that I suffered a stroke. Um, uh-huh. And um, it, it's taken um, me a long, great while um, to be okay um, with people not knowing um, mm. and, and people um, not um, hearing that I suffered a stroke um, within the first sentence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, meeting them, but over time, um, letting them know that I too have been there and I've, I've suffered as well. Mm. And, you know, one of the things I talk about in some of my grief work is the ripples of, of grief and mm. how, you know, the losses, the, like the first ripple is kind of, what is that immediate loss? Like, what have you lost? Like, what are you grieving? And then as the ripples go out of that center, it's like, there's more to it, even relationally and other things. I mean, you know, there's a lot of ripples that affect, mm-hmm. that are, are happening as a result of our mm-hmm. trauma or grief. Right. But this last ripple um, we talk about what remains after the trauma, after what remains. And I would like to ask you, what remains? Is it courage? Is it faith? Is it like what remains in you um, as a result of what you've walked through? Jesus. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> right. Um, because I, I'm weak. Um, I, I'm a human being um, who um, doesn't want to hold on to Christ, um, but He holds on to me. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm so grateful um, mm. that that He has brought me through the suffering, um, and um, I have always uh, clung to Him, um, and. Um, trusted um, that he knows what's best. Um, I I say I trust, but I don't always. <laughs> Sometimes I I am a weak, um, and um, I I don't have faith. Um, but I know that he's always there, mm. um, and um, his faithfulness is. Um, unreal um, and his steadfast love uh, is unending and um, it's what I cling to. Mm, so beautiful. That comes from a, 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 a really huge tragedy that comes from somebody that has walked in a really dark valley and is saying those words. That is, that is the real deal. 
That's so awesome. That's that faith tried by fire. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you another question. And, um, you know, share what you feel comfortable with. But with so much awareness today on the topic of domestic abuse, your story is very important in many, many ways and will help a lot of people. But can you tell us a bit about your journey of recognizing the domestic abuse and your courage to see it and get out? Um, I would say it took a lot of years um, for me to admit um, that uh, I was domestically abused. Um, it, It took a great deal of courage um, to say those words out loud. Mm. Um, And um, um, it wasn't until um, COVID happened um, that my life was drastically different um, and um, I was being confined more and more and more and more um, that I, I admitted um, that um, my ex-husband um, abused me. Can you tell us, you told me what domestic abuse is. Tell us what that is. Domestic abuse is um, financially abusive, um, physically, um, psychologically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Mm. Um, And um, my uh, ex-husband never hit me, um, Mm -hmm. but he used his words in a way. Um, that uh, demeaned me and um, that um, made me feel smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. So in that place during COVID where all of a sudden you're kind of like, you know, and you're with the Lord. I mean, Jesus is your anchor. And then all of a sudden, like, was it a kind of a suddenly or was it a gradual like, wow, okay, you said it took a lot of courage, but you said those words. This is what's happening. I am being domestically abused. Can you tell us about that in relationship to you're with Jesus and he's your counselor? Can you tell us kind of what happened there with that admitting and then what went from there and how the Lord was with you kind of walking you through that? Um, that's a big question. Yeah, Um, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, my uh, ex-husband no longer loved Jesus. Um, so, um, we had been, um, through, um, we wanted to pastor a church, um, and, um, all of a sudden, um, my, uh, mother-in-law, um, passed away. And, um, so, um, she, she helped me and, um, 
carried me through uh, a lot of mm. struggles in my life. Um, mm -hmm. And um, so she, um, when she passed away from cancer, um, that that's when my ex-husband uh, decided that he no longer wanted to go to church and, and he no longer believed in Jesus. Um, mm. So um, it was um, um, really hard um, for me um, yeah. because here I am being a Christian um, and um, I had to submit and um, mm. follow um, my ex-husband. Um, but, but then I'm on the other side um, um, saying that, that he is real and that he is good um, where my ex-husband said that he's bad and that he's not good and that mm. he's um, it was uh, very manipulative um, and um, he lied a lot lied, mm -hmm. lied so many times um, twisted every circumstance and um, um, the the ability to um, trust um, and um, I I was um, very lost and very um, grieving the uh, death of my mother in law as well as uh, grieving um, my um, Ex husband um, left Jesus, and so it was really hard. It was really, really hard um, wow. to um, be put in a place um, where um, Jesus wasn't followed. Mm. Yes, because he, in the darkest hour of your soul, the stroke, and even as your learning to talk and walk and read and use your arm. Like you're relying on him. You push through your frustration with him. You've chosen to trust him. And then now that, that like, again, I can see how confusing and hard and, 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 and painful that would be. You're alone. Yes, mm -hmm, for sure. But when you but, admitted that, when you admitted that, you said, you know what, I'm finally going to admit after a certain point, right, that this is, this is what this, this is my relationship. This is what's going on in my home. Like, how, how did that go? Like, you, you know, you turned it, you know, what did you begin to feel strengthened after that decision? Um, Clear? Well, um, my um, family um, supported me um, mm -hmm. and uh, my sister and um, uh, my cousin, uh, Iris, um, who uh, rescued me out of that situation. Um, and mm -hmm. um, so um, as well as my uh, discipleship group and my church family mm. and, um, the um, a, a lot of people helped me um, I, I was not alone um, mm. and, um, that um, gave me strength um, I, I depended on other people 
Um, and um, I relied on other people. Um, and they all um, helped me get out of that situation and, and help my uh, son and I uh, escape. Wow. So you, you escaped. Yes, I did. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. What courage you have and what strength. And again, it's all anchored in Jesus's love for you. And you know that love. Yeah, I do. Mm. And um, he is so faithful and he helped me um, crawl out of that situation. Um, mm. And um, he helped me um, write this book. Um, I, I didn't want to share my story um, mm -hmm. with the world. Um, but um, God kept telling me, um, no, you need to share it. Um, and I wrote it and wrote it and rewrote it. <laughs> mm. um, and um, over six years, seven years um, until it was published. And um, I feel very free um, that um, freedom of, of Jesus um, on the cross, um, just dying on in my place and, and rising from the dead and, um, mm. and giving me um, freedom from uh, my domestically abusive relationship as well as um, freedom of uh, my soul. It's mm, so beautiful. Wow, a truly, a true redemption story. Can you tell us now, how is your body? Like, do you have to contend with other, you know, parts that are still a struggle? Or how are you, how is that? Um, so my stroke happened um, on my speech center. Um, mm -hmm. And um, 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 they originally, when I first had the stroke, um, they said I would never be able to talk again and I wouldn't wow. be able to walk or, or move um, because I had such a severe stroke. Um, but God, um, he miraculously healed me um, and um, I, I can walk fine. Um, I can write um, with my right hand, um, which was originally paralyzed, um, but slowly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, um, I, um, can, can speak and talk. Um, but sometimes when I'm really tired, um, or when I just have so much going on, um, my, uh, brain, um, has, has struggles at times. Um, to, to put the words together and to communicate clearly um, yeah. on, a, on a medicine um, that um, uh, helps me talk quicker than yeah. I normally would. <laughs> oh, well, you're talking and sharing beautifully. And I know that your story is going to touch a lot of people. And um, where can people find your book? On Amazon.com. Okay. And Molly Milano. Okay. And tell us the title again. God's Girl, a memoir of surrender in suffering. 
So you all need to get a hold of that book. And this is a true redemption story. And there's so much more to come in your life, Molly, like with your goal. Tell us too, your goal of why, why did you choose the direction you chose um, in your, your education? Well, I am almost done. I'm, I have uh, two more classes um, to take, and then I, I graduate um, very soon. Yay. And um, I'm, um, I'm pursuing uh, counseling um, because I, I desire to help other people who have gone through suffering um, like me. And um, um, to I love listening to people and, and hearing their stories and um, so I, um, uh, desire to, to counsel people. Um, I'm, uh, studying, uh, biblical counseling, um, in March of, uh, this year. So, wow. So mm -hmm. exciting. So exciting. You're going to bless and help a lot of people. And, you know, when you share, you know, you share, people will hear you and say, I believe you because of what you walk through. It's real. It's your story. So thank you so very much for being with us. And just, yeah, I hope everybody goes out and gets her book. It's not really going out to the bookstore anymore. It's a click. <laughs> <laughs> and would you pray for us, Molly? And would you just pray for anybody who's going through a hard time, facing an unknown, maybe an illness, a, a diagnosis, a, an injury, something, will you, you know, or their loved one? is could you just pray for for those people absolutely dear jesus um i thank you um, so much for loving me um, and rescuing me and um, lord I, I praise you um, for your good even though um, my life has been very hard and um, lord I, I thank you um that you remain good um uh, despite um the bad situations in anyone's life. And Lord, I have asked that you would help, um, help um, the people um, who are struggling, help uh, the people who are suffering, uh, help the people who are um, going through um, a diagnosis of uh, cancer, of um, um, illness, of uh, mental illness, of yes. um, just uh, struggling uh, with divorce or with, separating from um, their um, their spouse. And um, Lord, I, I pray that you would be with them, that you would remind them right now that you are with them and are good, um, mm. gracious, and loving um, them. And um, Lord, I pray that you would help them to trust you, help them to surrender um, in their suffering and, and to let go and um, realize that you are in control and that you are in charge um, and um, that um, this life is full of, um, of messy situations, um, but um, that we get to um, experience you in that and yes. um, have your comfort. Um, Lord, I pray that you will comfort other people. Um, and that you would show them your compassion and your mercy and your grace. And um, Lord, I pray that you would help them um, and um, that you would um, be um, their God. And um, Jesus, we ask that your Holy Spirit would um, 
just reside in them and um, help them um, uh, in their sufferings. And we lift up all these things in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Molly. And I wanted to say one one thing too. You can find Molly Milano on Facebook, and that's M U L A N O. Molly Milano. So you can find her on Facebook. And thank you all for listening. And you can find me at sherrybriggs.com if you want to reach out. And God bless you. Thank you for listening.